Hello and welcome to another episode of the Road Coach Podcast, the show where I share what I've learned from years of living on the road through research and experimentation so that if you're like me and you spend up a good portion of your life on the road, you can not only survive but thrive even when you are out of your element. Uh, sorry about the poor lighting and probably poor sound today, but uh, I am in Western Canada and I am in a hotel room with very poor lighting and very poor sound. <laughs> um, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about cardio. So if you are listening on your favorite podcasting app, please check us out on youtube.com slash at the road coach podcast, where you can see everything that I put up on the screen. I did a fancy PowerPoint for you today to follow along rather than just looking at studies. And uh, also check us out on patreon.com slash the road coach podcast if you would like to support the show. Without further ado, cardio. Um, I wanted to do, I did a, an episode um, a while back just on lifting weights in hotels because the <clears throat> often the hotel gyms are not nearly as good as you know your gym back at home and struggling to get a good workout on the road can be tough for some of us and uh, so just some tips and tricks on different types of workouts that you could do uh, and today I thought you know what we haven't done an episode on cardio and its importance lately um, so that's where I'd like to, to start today and you know the, the I think there's you know depending on who you talk to there's Different people will say that cardio is the most important exercise that you can do for different reasons. Um, some people will say strength training, <clears throat> uh, resistance training. It's pretty clear nowadays that resistance training and strengthening your muscles is one of the best ways, bar none, to increase your longevity and your health span. Uh, if you want to live longer, you need to be stronger. Uh, write that down. <laughs> uh, but cardio, I think, is an integral piece of your uh, health and well-being and fitness in general and there's a lot of reasons for it I personally think you should be doing both cardio and strength training and there are different theories on that because people will that are that are heavy into lifting pun intended will say that cardio will reduce their gains um, and it wastes energy etc um, and then people that are into you know high cardio fitness will say that if they get too strong they get slow uh, you know, the typical boxer mentality. You don't want to lift too many weights because it'll slow you down <clears throat> if you have too much bulk and muscle. Uh, so, which I boxed years ago um, and still do every once in a while. Still wear my boxing glove pendant on my neck every single day. Um, but I'm a firm believer of both strength training and cardio. And um, when it comes to cardio on the road, there's a lot of options for us, but it's also very easy to not do anything. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. Um, cardio, of course, can be done anywhere, anytime. Um, it's something that with very little equipment, um, even you can even do cardio in your hotel room. Um, I personally run, I like to run, and I can run pretty much anywhere in the world at any time with very minimal gear as well and in any weather. Uh, well, I shouldn't say any weather, but most weather that I encounter, um, I can run in with very minimal gear. Um, cardio in general gives you more energy and we'll talk about why that is most people you know it's it's counterintuitive the first time you hear it that you know if you're expending a lot of energy and wearing yourself out that you're going to be tired of course um, but physiologically burning energy in an aerobic state um, makes your cells produce more energy over time and so you become more energetic as a baseline at a baseline if you do consistent cardio uh, now it does take time and it takes consistent effort, but it will happen um, if you spend the effort to do it. Um, it focuses your mind, cardio focuses your mind, it makes you more productive. I find that um, 
a morning run really helps me get focused for the day. <clears throat> we'll talk about the science behind that as well. And then, of course, it extends your life. So uh, cardio is really good for a lot of different things. And I'm not going to get into every single benefit that cardio has. Uh, suffice it to say, if you're not doing cardio, it's easy to start doing. And you should be doing it even when you're on the road away from home because there are plenty of options for you to do it. Um, so first up, running. I, I think running is one of the single best cardios you can do. Um, there's a lot of really good ones and there's a lot of studies out there that compare running and running versus, let's say, skipping um, versus swimming um, and all of the various benefits to them, what has more of a full body workout, etc. So running is one of those ones that <clears throat> it is not as much of a full body workout as, say, going on a rowing machine um, or swimming. Um, but it does increase your heart rate and it's completely dependent on you. You can increase your heart rate as much or as little as you want, depending on your terrain and your speed. Um, but the beauty of it is that you can do it outside. Um, I find that when you're in a gym doing cardio, for me personally anyways, if you're running on a treadmill um, or if you're on a rowing machine, for example, or a stationary bike, it's very easy to not exert as much effort as you would out in nature. Uh, because you can't really appreciate the speed or the distance that you're going. Um, also on a treadmill, I always found it kind of odd when people say that a treadmill runs the same as an outside run. It's absolutely not. Um, outside the ground doesn't move for you. And on a treadmill, it does. Uh, so you're going to get a much better exercise if you can do it outside. So I highly recommend running as a way to do cardio. And you can start small, you know, run 100 meters and then walk 100 meters, run 100 meters, <clears throat> walk 100 meters. Pretty soon you're going to find that you can, you can get up to a kilometer and then two, three, four, five kilometers if you just put in consistent effort. Um, and, you know, for me to get up in the morning and do a five kilometer run, it only takes me 20, 25 minutes. <clears throat> so I strap on my gear no matter where I am. I've got it in my carry-on. Um, and like I said, you can do it anywhere in the world. You can do it in any weather. Um, so I run pretty much all year round, um, unless it gets really, really cold, like minus 15, minus 20 is when I start going, eh, that's probably not a running day for me. Um, but these days, you know, even in Canada, there's very few days that you can't get at least, you know, a minus 10 or better at some point throughout the day to get a run in. Um, and it doesn't require that much gear. So, you know, for me, um, a lot of my stuff I get at the running room, which I'm sure people will have a similar running store in wherever you live. Um, but the running room just kind of has all kinds of different gear. I, my, most of my gear is like the running room brand. Um, but I've got a good windbreaker. It's light. There's no insulation in it. It's literally just a windbreaker, um, running gloves, which are wind resistant and a balaclava or a hat of some sort. Um, the balaclava is really nice. It's just a Nike balaclava that <clears throat> when it gets really cold, you can cover your mouth and your nose. Uh, but I've also just got like a Nike thin hat, like toque. And um, <clears throat> running pants, I've got running pants that are wind resistant. They're slightly insulated, but they're not overly heavy. They're nice and light, um, easy to move. And then I wear a long sleeve shirt and, and good running shoes. Um, so all of that, you know, even at high, high quality, you spend about 200, 250 bucks on gear and you can run in any weather, anywhere in the world, anytime. It takes very little room in your suitcase or your bag, um, your carry-on. I, I travel with carry-on 99% of the time. I never check bags at the airport and uh, unless it's more than a two week trip, let's say, or I'm going on vacation with the family and 
half of my girl stuff is packed in my suitcase. Um, but for 250 bucks, I've got to say, I've had the same running gear for probably four or five years. Other than shoes, I buy new shoes every year, but you know, four or five years, I haven't had to reinvest. So it's, it's a very small investment per kilometer when you really think about it to make sure that you've got the right equipment to be able to get out there in any weather um, and still pack light. <clears throat> of course, we talked about hotel cardio. If you can't get outside and you don't like running, no matter what hotel in the world you're in, they're going to have some sort of cardio machine, either a treadmill, a stationary bike, a rowing machine, or a pool where you can swim laps. And so either way, I would recommend that you somehow get in 20 to 30 minutes of cardio every day, if you possibly can, when you're on the road, <clears throat> and you will feel a lot better very, very quickly. So now the talk, now um, <clears throat> the science behind the energy. So the counterintuitive part that I talked about in the beginning is that it gives you more energy, even though you're expending energy. Um, so this is um, just a headline um, or a, a snippet from uh, a study. The study was called Stay Fit, Stay Young, Mitochondria in Movement, the Role of Exercise in the New Mitochondrial Paradigm. This was um, published in uh, the Cell Longevity uh, Journal in 2019. And this is just a snippet from that study. You can go and read the, I've got the, um, the information up on the screen here if you want to go look up the study yourself. But regular exercise increases mitochondrial crystal density, thereby improving cellular function and ultimately whole body VO2 max. So essentially what happens is, uh, and we talked about this a lot more in the episode I did on creatine, we can revisit that at another date as well. Um, but essentially your mitochondria produce ATP or adenosine triphosphate. And when you need to burn energy, <clears throat> those ATP molecules are broken off to, um, to release a phosphate, which is, which expends energy, uh, or which, sorry, which releases energy, supplies energy to your body, and then it becomes adenosine diphosphate. And then creatine can then reuse that and uh, make it go through another cycle of energy production. So creatine is very important as well um, for your overall energy levels and a lot of other benefits as well. Um, but what happens is the mitochondria can only produce so much ATP. So eventually you're going to expend all your energy and you're going to be exhausted. That's just what happens. And if you're doing cardio, you're going to be exhausted much more quickly than if you're just sitting sedentary all day long. Um, but what happens is your body reacts to that and it goes, okay, so I'm burning more energy than my cells can produce on a daily basis. And over time, it takes about two weeks of consistent daily cardio to actually see the effects based on the studies that I've read. Um, but your cells will actually produce <clears throat> extra mitochondria. Instead of each cell having one mitochondria, they'll produce two and even three mitochondria. So now you've doubled or tripled the amount of energy that each cell in your body can produce without changing anything else about your lifestyle or diet. Um, your cells will just adapt to the fact that you are burning more energy and they will find ways to create more energy. So if you make that your plan, um, as a, as a very baseline experiment, if you don't do cardio today and you travel, start today, do 20 to 30 minutes of high intensity zone three cardio zone four if you can get to it cardio for 20 minutes do that every single day for the next two weeks and then tell me how you feel i guarantee you that your baseline energy levels will have absolutely skyrocketed you will feel more refreshed you will sleep better you will have more energy and mental focus throughout the day um, now talking about um, the influence on ex of exercise on cognitive abilities so this was a study published in um, 2013 in the physiology uh, journal and this little snippet here from this study go ahead look up the whole study but i just wanted to highlight the part that i um, that i wanted to drive home here um, and this is sort of a snippet of a couple different sentences put together but it does 
it works when you read the entire study. I just didn't want to over make it overly wordy. Um, exercise selectively upregulated cerebral blood volume in the dentate gyrus, which is the only region of the hippocampus that has been observed to support adult neurogenesis. What does that mean? More blood flow in the only part of your brain <clears throat> that can regrow as an adult. Very important. Cerebral bl blood volume changes correlating with cardiorespiratory fitness changes, improved cognitive performance on the Ray auditory verbal learning test following the exercise intervention. When you do cardio exercise, you bring more blood to the part of your brain that can produce new brain cells and you get smarter by exercising. You get improved cognitive, auditory, and verbal um, abilities when you exercise. It is incredibly beneficial for you to be doing cardio. Okay, And there are lots of studies that correlate with the exact same results uh, that this one did. And then um, life expectancy makes you live longer. So this is another study. Um, this was published in 2011 and it was called Intrinsic Aerobic Capacity Sets a Divide for Aging and Longevity. Uh, and this was published in Circulation Research Journal. As I said, 2011. So this is just talking about VO2 max in general. VO2 max is largely considered the sort of baseline criteria for your uh, cardiovascular fitness. So higher VO2 max means you're more fit. Um, and a lot of your fitness tracker watches, like I wear a Garmin, um, but your Whoop bands, um, I think even Apple Watch does it now as well. There's lots of different um, Fitbit. There's lots of different options out there for fitness tracker watches. They will tell you your VO2 max and they're pretty accurate nowadays. Um, and you can, you'll see your VO2 max improve as you start to do more daily cardio. Um, but this little snippet here, this was for rats, not humans. So we know it's not obviously a perfect correlation, but rats are a good proxy for uh, human longevity. And that's why we do so many studies on them. The median lifespan for low exercise capacity rats was 28 to 45% shorter than high capacity rats. VO2 max measured across adulthood was a reliable predictor of lifespan. And these are very, very low p-values, meaning they're very st statistically significant. So your, the lifespan of these rats, if they were sedentary or had low cardiovascular fitness, their lifespan was 28 to 45% shorter. Let that sink in. You want to live a lot longer, you need to be in good cardiovascular health. Um, and starting today, if you don't do it now, is a great way to improve your lifespan and your health span, make you feel better in all kinds of ways. More energy, feel sharper, feel um, like you're more in tune with what's going on around you. You'll make better decisions and you'll sleep better. So if you don't, I highly recommend you start putting some cardio into your regimen today. If you want any suggestions or tips um, on what I do, feel free to reach out on Instagram at RJ Crate or on our YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash at the road coach podcast. Um, you can find me anywhere and everywhere. And until next time, I hope you're not only surviving, but thriving, even when you are out of your element.